2019, I had a full black beard. 2020, sprinkles. 2021, poof. Damn, gone. All gray. You ever done? You know what happened? I started dating my wife in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, gals, and non binary pals. Welcome to the X5 Podcast. We're back for another episode right here from Cleveland, Alabama. I want to give a shout out real quick to our producer extraordinaire, Eric, and Terry back there on audio. What's up, guys? Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Love you. They're in charge of whipped creaming this turd every week and making it look good when it goes on the air. I'm also joined by my ex-bandmate, Jeff Allen, tonight. X, you notice he said X. Yeah, he's an X. And then stand-up comic... R.J. Marshall. Yeah. RJ. <laughs> Comic being the optional word. Yeah. Casio Kids with us. Lead pelvic kazoo player over there. Where's your kazoo? Yeah, here, right here. Don't say that. We don't want to peek too early. I am bricked up right now. Uh, yeah. Officer Udi is in the house yet for another Udi! week. Udi! And another comic friend of mine, <clears throat> Kenny Hanson, as we call him, old Handy Hanson over there. All right. Appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> and our guest today is a very funny comic and an Alabama football commentator, more or less. <laughs> Please put your hands together for Jermaine Funny Man Johnson. All right. Ooh, yeah. Okay, first of all, I don't like how everybody's head dropped when you said very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody seen the Everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> he has his days. That's no, like what's that. up, guys? Thank you all so much for inviting me. Man, thanks for coming right off a plane and coming in here. Yeah, man. Been a long day, but... Uh, you know, get to hang with the bros. You got to take that opportunity. Where you? Uh, what were you doing in Houston? I was in Houston, man, uh, networking with the uh, the alumni chapters there. Had some ESPN friends that we wanted to link up with. So everybody, just stay tuned. If my favorite team can keep doing well, yeah, yeah you may see me on the tube. Yeah, Who's again. your favorite team? <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. There you go. Roll Tide. Well, see, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you in here, man, is because like. Most of us, with the exception of a couple, are huge Alabama, either alumni or Alabama fans. And, you know, we've been doing this thing. People for about- in this room went to college? Yeah, absolutely. You could, you could <laughs> believe that shit. This is breaking. I did not. I did not. Was, just so we're clear. Yeah, you read me right. You read me right. No yeah. college. Yeah. yeah, but I just, you know, with Alabama football being such a prominent thing in the state and us being an Alabama-based podcast, it's like, how the hell have we not had somebody in here that does Alabama football? So, here we are. I get it, man. I I think a lot of people look at me like I just kind of do my own thing. Like I'm just on the couch by myself, on stage by myself. So people might think, oh, well, you know, maybe we can't approach him. But as you see, you asked me to come. I'm coming. Yeah, right? He came to Cleveland, Alabama, not knowing what the hell this was. <laughs> Never heard of it. I was like, Siri, take me to Cleveland, Alabama. I bet you his heart was pumping when he she pulled said, up. She said, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, that's where I want to go. Didn't even know we had Cleveland here. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We this tell is... people Cleveland and they assume Ohio. And we're like, oh, no. It's a much bigger city than uh, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Definitely some Cavaliers. I've seen some O2s, O3s. <laughs> <laughs> My God, y'all got a uh, y'all got a monopoly on uh on dollar stores coming in here too man I seven of them mugs for you get here yeah, yeah sure. i actually saw a guy on horseback on the way over here so oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. mayor I'm yeah. from- uh, <laughs> the, be- the best part is that everyone in this room none of us are from cleveland <laughs> yeah not one of them. the guy who He's is usually here. here charlie the head man in charge who's in cleveland is not here right therefore all of us came from all different places. Wow. Yeah, we came from Birmingham, too. I'm from North Carolina, so, you know, I don't count for shit anyway. So <laughs> really this could end up, man, Cleveland, Alabama could end up, you know, like a muscle shows vibe for comedians. Oh, <laughs> break. No, Nobody thought those big musical hit records would be made in a town like Muscle Shoals, but it was historic. Imagine if comedians and owners and everybody y'all had on this podcast keep coming to Cleveland. And you ever toured, lost? You ever toured that uh, studio up there? Which one? Oh, and, uh, and nah, it's always closed. Muscle Shoal Sound. Yeah. It's amazing. It is cool. It's a. It's a. It's. It's definitely worth making a trip over there. Yeah, I watched tour. that. Uh, I watched a documentary, yeah, man, and that, that was uh, that was amazing. 
and I've been to uh, Stacks in Memphis, and you know, just everything in this in this area with yeah. music, it, it needs to be highlighted for sure. Isn't the uh, Alabama Music Hall of Fame? Was it Tuscumbia? That's close. It's to right, it. next that's to right, it. right, yeah, right yeah. there. So yeah, yeah that's a few minutes away. that's up there. So yeah, there's there was a lot of stuff that came out in the '60s and '70s in that area that are very prominent in the music industry today. Still, are, so. are family reunions kind of like uh, high school reunions in here in Alabama? Like, like what? I don't know if like. I like, feel like that. I feel like you being shady. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a condescending rumors. question. Yeah, North Carolina ain't no less country than. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, the same listen, shit, bro. Listen, if you ask anybody in the country where the cousins get married, nobody thinks North Carolina. Okay, <laughs> nobody thinks. I mean, let me North tell you, Carolina. there ain't nothing north about North Carolina. My bass player grew up there. And he's as inbred as they come. Let me tell you. <laughs> he, he he tells me about more country shit, having sex with girls and their mothers. Like, mm. uh, well, the EBT is where North what's Carolina. What's country about that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to put that. That sounds rock star. Yeah. Yeah. You don't always have the option of going to a new family. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when she's your aunt, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, North Carolina can't dig on nothing. Didn't we share one of the most funny redneck movies Talladega Nights oh yeah, yeah. Ricky and Reese Bobby were from North Carolina I mean you're not wrong I'm not throwing I'm not throwing shade just you know where I'm from like you know, I'm a Tor Heels guy so mm-hmm. like I mean our football team's always been ass so we can't really say anything but like Alabama, y'all are like y'all are worse than Cowboy fans, and I'm a Cowboy. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Alabama fans are worse than Cowboy fans. We are. Yep. Y'all are delusional. Even when <laughs> listen, listen, oh. delusional. Really? I'm not delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like that. Not like right, you. Let him go. Let him go. Let, yeah, let him take yeah, it across yeah, the lake yeah. before you get back. Say, <laughs> I'll land this plane. I promise you, I'll land this plane. <laughs> Here, here's here's what I'm gonna say. This this new this latest run with Nick Saban. You understand? We've been having ten win seasons right. since George W. Bush was in office. Right. Who? <laughs> understand that we right. have not had less than ten win seasons since two thousand seven. Right. So we're doing pretty good. Before that, um, Bear Bryant, you got some championship with Gene Stallings. Like we do football well. We don't. We 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 just know who we are. We know we got. 3,500 barbecue restaurants and three libraries. We know that. <laughs> That's so true. No, but, but we're, what we're I, good. When I say delusion, I don't mean that in a bad thing. Like, Cowboys fans, like, like Alabama don't give a fuck about nobody else except for Alabama. Cowboys don't give a fuck about nobody but the Cowboys. But everybody will shit on the Cowboys and they will shit on Alabama. And that's why I said, like, Alabama fans don't walk around like, we don't give a shit about this. No, we worry about what we do over here and then y'all do whatever y'all want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only difference with us and Cowboys, we actually win. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There y'all, there we go. y'all be good. Have a good one. <laughs> on, yeah, on, on the NFL, I'm a Saints fan, so I'm just going to shut all the way up. <laughs> These mofos. Well, look, let's reset for just a second. I know we all know who Jermaine Funny Man Johnson is, but let's talk about when it started, how it started, what you are now, because it's blossomed into way more than what it started. Yeah. But it started with you. Did it start with just Mama Games, or did it start with the whole SEC? I know the whole SEC videos really took off. I'm going to give you all the shortest version possible. All right. We got a podcast. I was about to say. (laughs) Man, I, I was class clown from kindergarten to college. No lie. I won class clown, so I always love making people laugh. Uh, my mom is from Tuscaloosa. Always been a Bama fan. Um, somewhere around 2005, I decided to, you know, give it a shot. I saw my guys Roy Wood Jr. and Trey Williamson do it. Uh, Ricky Smiley. So there were Birmingham people that I could see, and I was like, all right, well, I'll try it, and uh, it worked. Uh, people don't know because I've scrubbed my social media pages. Oh. There were like my videos before. The Alabama ones were like just hood as hell, bro. <laughs> like, was that why you took them down? Not a good look for you. <laughs> it, it, it went after I looked back on it. I thought it was silly, but we got enough going on in our community. Man, I didn't want to put that out there right, and try right. to like it's funny because it is not funny. A lot of the stuff that goes on. So yeah, I just pivoted. Wanted to go another route. Wanted to be more family. I was raised in the church, so why not embrace it? I think we try to run from a lot of stuff that we are. Nobody's going to think I'm a gangster, dude. (laughs) I wouldn't even believe it. So I'm I'm a church boy at heart, man, you know, kind-hearted person, So and that's what I try to be. But 2016, the videos just took off, and 
it's been a fun ride ever since. Well, what was the first one that popped off? Was it was no, it on Bama? my first ever or my first Bama? Either one. What's the first video that really like? Oh, okay, my first viral video. Um, you're from Huntsville. You yeah. probably remember um, Antoine Dodson. Yeah, it was a guy. Hide your kids, uh, hide your wife. That's him. To hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Somebody broke in his sister's house and was touching him. He <laughs> did the news interview. It blew up. <laughs> Me and my buddy saw this on YouTube, um, and we thought it was just going to be some Alabama stuff. And full disclosure, we were high as hell that day. <laughs> I mean, like, roasted. And I was looking at the video. I said, y'all. I swear to God, I got a blue tank top and an afro wig in the back and a red bandana. That's I'm finna do re-shoot, this character. Re-shoot but I'm gonna make it funny. Dude, we were for a three minute clip, we were out in the backyard for like two hours because everybody was high. We couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on um YouTube, man. And I mean, YouTube was pretty fresh. And the views just kept going and going. I didn't even know what to do with it. But that was my first like viral video impersonating Antoine Dyson. And they <laughs> is it did. still up or did you scrub it? It may still be up. Search for that. Yeah, yeah. They, they interviewed him like last year and there was a clip of my parody in his documentary <laughs> video. He has a documentary video? It's like a short documentary Yeah, I was about thing. to say, five minutes long? Like, where is yeah. he now? It ain't 15 minutes. That's <laughs> so then you decided... To do the Alabama videos, mm-hmm. Alabama football videos. Was that just, hey, I'm already doing this anyway. Why not record myself and my normal reactions or what? It actually started off as therapy. Um, like when Bama loses, dude, I take it hard. Oh, yeah. Like most Bama fans. Like it ruins my week. So I think we, you know. A lot of wives get beaten after Bama loses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of kids end up with broken arms. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. a lot of women run into door pacings after the The described on this show, not to be the yeah. Yeah. You heard it came uh, from Japan. He just say he ain't a gangster no more. Nah, man, it was, it was just therapy, and I still got some of them videos on where the few times where we would lose, I would just do something to kind of cheer me up, cheer my buddies up. And people, they started catching on. And before I looked up, I had like 25,000 followers. And then 2016, I was like, I want to do something more consistent, not just one when we lose. And that 25, man, they started sharing it to everybody. And that's how I kind of caught on. Yeah. I just remember, I just remember like one day, one Monday or Tuesday or whenever, like I had like ten, you know, when a when a video goes viral, people start sharing the hell out of it, and everyone started sharing one of your early ones of how SC, all the yeah. SEC fans are watching the games where you go through every team and how they're watching, and I'm like, wait a minute, Funny Man's going viral. This is awesome because everybody's sending me my own friend here. This is a, I remember you amazing. told me that. This yeah. is crazy stuff. But so the the the. Going from Alabama to the entire SEC, that really took it to the next level, right? Yeah, it did, man. And um, SEC fans are funny <laughs> because they don't care if you're rivals or whatever. They just want to be mentioned. Like they, they, they come to my videos when they win because they want to be praised. And then when they lose, they're like, "Okay, how bad they gonna talk about it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's people, two sided sword. Yeah, people yeah. just keep coming back, man, and it's it's all fun, man. I try to just have fun with it. Yeah, it's like the soup Nazi. Everybody wants to get roasted by them or, or praised by. Them. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> no soup for you. So what kind? So what kind of like off the wall crazy comments from other? You know, when Alabama just <laughs> takes somebody to the woodshed uh, in your comment section, how how dirty does it get? My worst comments come from Alabama fans. Of course. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a little segment of, I don't, I gave them a name. I call them the 49th Brigade. I'll tell you why in a minute. But they just, they do not like me being one of the faces of Alabama. I guess they think it's supposed to be some Duck Dynasty looking guy. <laughs> and over, they just like, no, they just not with it. That's insane. 
No, it's not. They racist. <laughs> I'm gonna cut to the chain. But I've I've learned to even. They racist. That's the game, baby. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Um, I, I've learned to embrace it, man. I I ignore them sometimes, but then every once in a while I'll pick one of them because most of them can't spell. So I, I, the comebacks aren't even hard. So you, you just like most... an asterisk with the correct spelling of the word, and then they just go away. So you pick the most literate one. You're like, let's show this guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You, you ever killed a roach and then left his body there so you his buddies can see it? <laughs> you gotta lead a body. <laughs> kind of how it is. But you are gangster, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, y'all they're should... fun, man. And um, yeah, you, you know the state. We're 49th in education according to. Thank God for Mississippi, huh? Right, and that's why I call him the 49th Brigade. Explains <laughs> <laughs> a lot. They're the ones dragging us down. They are, absolutely. Yeah, it's ruining the literacy average, you know? Yeah, it's just them. So what, what? about this What about this season, Alabama football, man? What? What? Give us your take on what's going on right now with Alabama. One word, man, refreshing. Right? Um, they got better. Yeah, we. I've been waiting to see, like, some old-school defense. Yep. Um, been waiting to see like a gritty offense and they bring all of it to the table. Like as I watched them in the off season, I knew they had it, but it was so many new pieces, new coordinators. You wondered how long it was going to take to get it to jail. And I think that loss to Texas put a catalyst, right? Put a fire under them. Yeah. They was like, Oh, we really can lose. So what do you think about that in the, that's in the media right now where they're talking about Nick Saban teaching fans a lesson by taking Jalen Milrow out on that game uh, and putting in Ty Buckner and then Ty Simpson. And, you know, it was such a close game to a unranked team. You know, there's a lot of people saying that they believe Nick Saban may have done that to teach Alabama fans a lesson to, to trust his process. You be careful talking about Jesus that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I agree with him. I actually made a video on YouTube about right. the same thing. Um, I said in the video, he's always used – the media to talk to his team and to talk to the fans and Nick Saban's uh, best talent to me is uh, evaluating talent. Yep. So he was like, listen, I know what I see out of Jalen Milrow in practice, but if y'all think y'all know better, here you go. Here go Ty Simpson, (laughs) Ty Buckner, uh, Ty, Ty Diggs, here go Ty, everybody, everybody get in there. And y'all, and let me show y'all what we're working with. Right. All right. Now that y'all see it, shut the hell up. And what are they now on the eight game win streak? Yeah. As a fan, it felt like all that began with the off season. There was so much chatter about Buckner or Simpson being better than Milrow. And from the outside looking in, I was like, you can clearly see that Milrow is the most talented and he has the most football IQ out of both of them by a wide margin. So like, what are we talking about here? And that's why I'm so glad I write everything on Twitter. (laughs) The day that we, uh, that Ty Buckner transferred in, I sat down for like two hours. No, not that long. He don't have that many highlights. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It felt like two hours, but I sat and watched his highlights from Notre Dame, and then I tweeted. I was like, oh, hell no. Well, the good thing about his highlights, it took you about 30 seconds to get through with them, and then you can go into the next thing. But it just felt so long. It was was bad. He was a turnover machine. He was missing wide-open guys. He did have some wheels. He's got an arm when he's throwing short, but deep balls were terrible. And I was like, no. And a different offensive system too. It felt like Tommy Reese had to adjust himself to Nick Saban's coaching. Right. Well, well, I think, I think with coach Reese bringing Buckner in, it was a comfortability thing. Like this is a big job when you're Notre Dame is pressure packed, but Alabama is like, (laasps) you got to win immediately. Yeah. Y'all remember seeing him up in the booth, the first two games, like, (laughs) Coach Reed's just stressed out. Like you gotta, you you gotta perform. But I think the loss and some other things took the pressure off him, and now he's catering the offense to Milro, and it looks good. Well, like I, I guess that I'm the anomaly here because I'm not an Alabama fan. Like, and it ain't that I got anything against him. I'm just, I've never. But there were rumors that this would be uh, Nick Saban's last season. And then there was also rumors that Listen to this Dabo shit. Sweeney from Clemson. Would, now, I don't know nothing about it. Oh, y'all can laugh if you want. He's trying to laugh. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, like, would you obviously, if Nick Saban were to retire, who would you like 
that you've seen in college football take the reins. Anybody but Dabo Swing. Yeah. Absolutely. You still, I, saw, still salty about that ass whooping a couple years ago? No, no, no. Uh, Got nothing to do with that, man. I just never viewed him as that great of a coach. Some stuff with him personally I'm not a fan of. Now, he is Bama family. But um, he picked a fight with my father-in-law once. See in Pella, I mean? over in Pella. <laughs> what? His, right. mo- his mom was living in the rental house, and uh, she didn't pay for f- five months. She didn't pay rent, and so my uh, father-in-law went over there to say, "You got to go." And he came out on the lawn trying to fist fight my father-in-law. <laughs> he was like, "I don't know what y'all don't get at this house. You can't live in a fucking house for free. Get the fuck out." Yeah, Dude, he he's that. just done some stuff personally that I don't agree with, and it's just to me. Not stuff that a quote unquote good Christian guy would do, right? Yeah, like your example. <laughs> yeah. I believe that's just that's another right. thing you can put yeah. with it. The only reason is, is I followed Clemson for a little while because I was a fan of Taj Boyd and Deshaun Watson and right. Sammy Watkins and all them boys coming out. But then, like, I just saw some things that Dabo was doing the way he felt about transfer protocols and other stuff like that. And I'm like. There's some stuff right there, you know, you get the ick from motherfuckers. You're like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this cat or not. <laughs> so then when I heard it, like, and again, you, the media talks about it. They pick up on anything that Nick Urban, he might be retiring. I'm like, they was like, well, he's got ties to Alabama. And I'm like, I think that would be a dumb pick on their part. I'm like, I mean, there's other coaches out there that you don't even hear about right now. I mean, I would love, honestly, and this is just my opinion, I think Deion Sanders would be a bad motherfucker in Alabama. That would be a hell of an experiment. Right. Because Dion, this, this is a, and I'm not talking politically, just culturally, it's a very conservative state. Oh, for sure. And Dion is just not a conservative person. I'm not saying it couldn't work, but it would be a weird experiment. Tumultuous in the beginning. For yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, But last thing on Dabo, man, uh, when he wore that Football matter shirt, dude, <laughs> I, I, I was done. Like I was done. I'm, I'm not even. I wasn't even like a all the way in BLM guy. I am black, and you know I see stuff, but I know it's stuff we got to work on in our community. But in the heart of that movement, with you making your money off majority black players to say football matters. I was <laughs> I've been done with Dabo and I don't want to hear nothing else he got it. Every time he loses, a uh, uh, angel gets his wings. <laughs> just, just not a fan, bro. What yeah. about what about Kiffin? I like Kiffin. Yeah. I, I think Kiffin though has hit a football ceiling. Yeah. It's a pretty good ceiling. It's right. a 10, 11 win ceiling but as we saw at the time of this podcast yesterday they yeah. got thumped by georgia mm-hmm. but, georgia, but georgia but georgia georgia i mean georgia looks pretty fucking good yeah. how did we yeah. almost beat georgia i mean we came close to beating georgia because georgia Who's we, the x5 podcast <laughs> well, georgia wasn't in athens when they played that game i have not seen georgia play an away game yet where i've been impressed this season at all every Man. home game they play it's near impossible even if with, like last night with Ole miss good offense more false starts than I've seen them have all year, not because of some miscommunication with the signals, but it's just loud right. in there. It's just yeah. loud. I mean, how can all, you get it off? Only threat I see to Alabama or Georgia is Ohio State because them boys play a complete – because mm. Marvin Harrison Jr., that boy is the truth. That I mean, kid, they're, on, they're on equal playing field. Those three are probably far and far and away of everybody. And I'll put LSU in that cool. mix. But not this year because of that defense, but usually they have like the bill. But – Everybody outside of Ohio State, they got Nick Saban footprints on them. Right. Of course, with Bama, um, Kirby came from the Saban tree and then Saban's time at LSU. So people know like, hey, man, this team has got to look like this to really compete. And, um, yeah, I I would love to see – well, we're going to see Bama in Georgia this year, and I think the universe is about to get – you know, set back. Yeah. So <laughs> on the right on the course. Right, I don't know if y'all watch Loki, but I think the timelines are about to get <laughs> straightened well, out. I think Ohio State, you know, this year, out of all the teams, they've had a pretty a, a pretty solid schedule mm-hmm. as far as competitors. They've played some teams. Right. You know, in comparison to some of the other top four teams that are in there right now, Ohio State has earned their position because of the way they've been playing. Um, but just a point back to the Jalen Milrow thing that I wanted to say a minute ago. I think a lot of people judged him off the game that he played last year when Bryce Young was out. 
And that already put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. So when Alabama came out this year and they weren't just dominating from, you know, from Jump Street, that that what they watched in that game is what everybody had in their head. So they're like, no, he's not the guy because when he went up against that team when Bryce was out, he just he didn't even though they won, he didn't do well. No, I think I think the fan base to me was a little bit more patient. Yeah. Um, because you know, Mac Jones was kind of in that in that situation where right. he had to fill in for Tua. He threw the two pick sixes down in Auburn. And it, it was rough, but everybody was like, We get it. Like he ain't the guy right now. Right. Um with Milro coming in this year, man, um I think a lot of people felt like he's been battle tested. He went to Texas AM, got a win. It was another game he got a win. So there were uh, high expectations on them. Uh, but when you throw two clutch picks against Texas, yeah, that's where everybody was like, get him out. But again, another tweet. I was like, he had a bad game, but I see the vision. Yeah. And I have to retweet it every week. Like, I can't <laughs> believe y'all gave up on this kid with this skill set. Yeah. Well, they're talking about, I mean, they're talking about Heisman with him. I know it's a little late in the game, but I mean, people are saying that. I don't think it's going to happen, but you know, a lot of people are saying like, "Hey, look, look at this. You know, look at this kid. You know, he's got a cannon of an arm. Uh, he's got a run game that you you know can't stop." Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I mean, I could see it. I could see that if it, if if he had a progressed where he is now a little earlier in the season, I believe that he would have been a contender for it. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's again, it's just chatter. And yeah. then what you say about Nick Saban? The media says that shit every year. About Nick Saban retiring just to throw a monkey wrench in Alabama's football season. Oh, yeah, they just ready for it to be over. Right. Yeah, everybody. I, I don't understand how people don't have Georgia fatigue yet. Yeah. Right. Like, if they go three-peat, which is a possibility, come on, man. Y'all got to start hating them more than us. Right. Like, <laughs> this needs to stop right. like, immediately because if they do a four-peat, I'm gonna stop watching football. <laughs> but the, the problem is, is you think about it. Like, even if you look, if you, if you, if, when you talk about football, mm-hmm. and you just bring up college football, like Mount Rushmore, like nobody, no, nobody, nobody in outside of Georgia fans are sitting here saying Georgia. Like, even if you're a non-Georgia, even if you just Alabama, like that's got to be your first pay, first on Mount Rushmore because that's all you've heard for well over a decade now. Because you said what since 2007, but at least ten. 10 games every year since then. Yeah. So you're going on, what, almost damn near two decades of 10-win seasons. So you yeah, think you're like, right. They, Georgia, for whatever reason, they're just not sexy yeah. in right. the college football world. If you look at their their games, they've had some games that have, you know, been viewed in the top five, but they were getting whooped in the ratings by Colorado a lot <laughs> and other games, probably because of the quality of people they played. But Kirby – I love Kirby, great defensive guy for us. I, nobody's like trying to poach him. No, nope. Like no NFL team is coming for him. No college team is throwing the bag. It just looks like, okay, this looks fun for now. Right. So on that note, in terms of head coach wish list for Alabama, uh, I haven't heard this option yet, and we're kind of crossing ourselves from college to professional sports when I'm asking mm-hmm. this. And you've probably thought of this a few times. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities, but what do you think of the odds of us getting D'Amico Ryans as our head coach? I think that's the best option out of anyone. Oh, he'd be in my top three list. Yeah, I mean, like I, for sure. I don't know why I don't hear that on you know SEC Network, ESPN, you know. But no, then he, no, no, they, they they've said yeah, it, but D'Amico, yeah, D'Amico wants to be an NFL. Of coach. course, he likes yeah. the NFL life, yeah. and you know, a lot of people were mistaken. I know Herb Street was like. D'Amico had a great career under Saban. Yeah. He never played under Saban. He did right? yeah. He was pre-Saban. So yeah. um, what I'm saying, he's far gone from the college game, just but he's been of, around the pro game for maybe like 20 years. Now. Just out of the realm of is possibilities. It, right. Yeah. Is that because it takes so much work being a college? You have to visit yeah. kids in their houses and eat dinner, with, and you don't have to do any of that shit when you're, when you're a pro No, coach. that's it. No. That, if you talk to any coach – and I've talked to several year round right. for them. It, it, it don't it stop. stop. And that's why they have to pay assistants so much because assistants have to do the bulk of the recruiting because a, a coach like Nick Saban, he's in great shape, man. Yeah. But he's 72. He can't 
do that. You when he pops know. up, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that you better. Seems, it's yeah. serious if he pops up. If, you're, if Nick Saban shows up on your front doorstep to talk to you about coming to Alabama, right. that's some serious well, shit. Well, that's because you're a five-star and he needs your ass. That's all. If he's showing up, your ass, that's because <laughs> you five, you're in that top well, ten he has that a, recruit thing. He has a vision, like you said, Saban. He has a vision. He Recruiting and seeing a vision and understanding the mechanics of putting a football team together, there's nobody better. And so when he sees tape or he's you know he gets something across his desk, he sees a vision for that player. And if it, like I said, if he shows up at your doorstep to talk to you about playing football, some serious shit. You're getting an SUV, right? Yeah. So's your mama. But it, yeah. and, <laughs> take it. This is the way I look at it. Like I grew up a big Kobe fan, and yeah. Kobe's like, you can't teach work ethic. Like Nick Nick Saban, you can't teach that work ethic. Like everybody from Alabama. Like I said, I'm not an Alabama fan by any stretch of the imagination, but you see the work that's put in every year. There's no slack offs. There's no, you know, there may be, okay, well, you know, you can't lose that many players. Go look up. I think Alabama's probably number one with the most draft picks since, I think, what, 2015, 2014? Well, we got the most in the league right now. Right, they're the most in the league. So you can't can't lose that many players year after year, starting quarterbacks, starting running backs, and all the other cases like that, and continue to have the success if you're not putting that work in. And that means building people. And it's not even just the five-star recruits. Like some of these cats that he's brought in that you've never even heard of before. You're like, Mm -hmm. boy, these motherfuckers are superstars. These boys out here just putting in work. Well, and the, you can't teach that. Well, the turnover in players is one thing, but then there's a bigger issue when you become the victim of your own success, and that's yep. the turnover in coaching Coaches. staff. Yep. Like, and it just yep. happens year after year after year. Yeah, you go play for Nick Saban as an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, and you have a great season. There's going to be t- there's going to be phone calls, and then the yep. transfer portal has killed everybody. I mean, yep. that's pretty yeah, much yeah. hurt. But like, I think it was not this game, but last game they had a whole thing where Nick Saban was walking across, talked to one of the old Alabama players. He said, "You know, you'd be playing more with us if you." Oh, that was LSU. With us. The LSU. And yeah. I thought that yeah. shit was funny as hell. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, but he. I mean, to your point, that's usually how it goes, right. With the coordinators, but our last OC. Oh, you talking about and defensive coordinator? Golden dude, he just wasn't good, man. No. And I was patient with him. I got a cousin that used to play ball at Bama. He was like, he was early on the Pete Golden train. <laughs> get him going. Go. <laughs> like five minutes after Pete got named <laughs> offensive after the, coordinator. After his handshake with him. He was <laughs> yeah, like, he, was like, nah, he got to go. I was like, bro, give him a chance. No. <laughs> like he stood by and he was absolutely right, man. And now we're seeing with him gone. As I looked at Ole Miss get, you know, just warped by Georgia, I was like, "Well, he's your problem now, right?" <laughs> well, what do you what do you think? Why do you think Alabama has such a hard time with defensive secondary with Nick Saban? Like that's always been like our hardest thing to overcome is our secondary, and Nick Saban being the or the defensive mind that he is, I don't I don't understand why we struggle with that so much. It's just I think we got a good secondary. It's just hard nowadays to defend a lot of offenses yeah like that spread and being out there so many plays yeah and then they crisscrossing crossing and they let you like run the pick play it's just it's just tough but when you look at this Bama squad who um against like LSU Ole Miss Tennessee they only gave up seven or less points in the second half mm-hmm. so they're adjusting well uh they're doing things yeah we were down for a minute but I think our secondary is is nice. Yeah, that Tennessee game about gave me a damn stomach ulcer going in twenty to seven at damn halftime. I was like, "This <laughs> shit all over again." Hey, I liked it, man. Yeah, for some reason, I liked it. Probably because we won. Dude, I'm telling you, this is the toughest season of Auburn football I've ever watched. He's an Auburn fan, by the way. Just so you know, he's an yeah, Auburn I picked fan. up on. <laughs> They're gaining hair. steam, though. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm 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 give Auburn their credit, man. These past I three just, games, I just hope that coach is looking for a quarterback right now. I mean, I don't oh. even. I heard he was our fifth like option. It was we had five options and we didn't get the first four, and he was the fifth. But Thorne's just so terrible. God almighty. It's well, Hugh, Hugh Freeze. They should make him pay for his education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally a thorn in y'all's side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Freeze is flipping commitments, as you probably know. Yeah. He's flipped like three five-star guys. So he's definitely That's recruiting what I heard. and looking to build. He's a good coach, man. I can't take nothing away from him. We know he can recruit because we know he knows how to use a phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he can call up. Uh, but Auburn, man, every every Alabama fan, whether they want to admit, we know it's always hell going down there to play. 
It yep. doesn't matter yep. if it's we're eleven and oh, one and ten. It don't matter. Like they're gonna lock in. It's like their Super Bowl, and we got we got to bring our A game. I think on paper, in a lot of ways, we got the better team. Yeah, sure. But they got to go down to Jordan here and prove. It. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like that's the one thing I can say with Alabama football is the Iron Bowl when Alabama and Auburn play. It's a, it's a clean slate because you don't know what's going to happen. Like you said, Alabama can go down there with an undefeated season, and Auburn just come in and wipe the you know just wipe us out. So it it who knows? I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in that game. Like you said, Alabama's the favorite team, but that doesn't mean shit in the Iron Bowl, right? It, it really does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's not many upsets. I mean, yeah. it can it be a close game and closer than people think? It 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 rarely happens that the favorite does not win the Iron Bowl. I know I know we want to say that, but tell me the last time. Yeah, no shit. I, I didn't think. Um, twenty twenty one Auburn could have taken twenty twenty one Alabama to four overtimes. Right. Yep. Like was that Nick Marshall? No, no, it was last no, year. No, no, no. Was oh, last year, last year, last year. No, no, the two, the last time two we went down there with Bryce, yeah, Bryce. Yeah, the Bryce. four overtime game. Um, we went down there with a Heisman quarterback. Um, he had some great receivers. Uh, you had guys on the deep. Well, we did have sucky coordinators, but. <laughs> I think Auburn, man, they they lock in. I remember um, Gus's first year; they had it painted on one of the weight room walls, like "Beat Bama," and I was like, "Why y'all y'all got early in the season?" <laughs> no, for the whole season. Yeah. That's that's what what that picture is up somewhere, so they they think about Alabama a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But let's be real, man. Now today is the day. Uh, that Jimbo Fisher got fired. I, wanna, yep. I don't want to date the podcast, but people yeah, should know. know this morning Jimbo got fired. And it made me realize, man, a lot of these coaches are like, hey, if I could just beat Nick Saban, I can get that bad. I've seen it with Sumlin. I've seen it with uh, Jimbo. I've seen it with Hugh Freeze. Yep. Everybody who beat Saban that one time, they came back, renegotiated. I'm not sure if um, uh, Brian Kelly and uh, Hypo did it last year when they beat him. But it was like, hey man, <laughs> but on hey, that better pay me. Yeah, <laughs> on that I note, that on that note, shout out to Jimbo Fisher because they owe him 19 million in 60 days, and they got to pay him seven million dollars a year until 2031, yeah, and like that's guaranteed. Million. So that man is about to collect 74 million. He, he, he gonna sit at the house and chill. I ain't, just make at, I ain't mad at him at no, all. No, get your yeah. money. That's what that's what a good attorney will get you. And right another there. question: Do you follow the NFL at all? Yeah, okay. absolutely. What this year you've been an Alabama fan? What do you think? Why you think Bryce is struggling so hard in Carolina? He doesn't have a line, right? The offensive line still got the tweet up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he said I still got the tweet from the preseason. Right. I said, man, he he about to be on his back all year. I'm scared for him, and and, and it was correct. Like they can't, they can't stop. Um, they Anybody. can't stop a snow cone with a cinder block. <laughs> like, it's bad, dog. I can't believe these grown men are getting paid to be this bad at their job. That's why I was telling a buddy of mine, he's a pants, but I said, Michael Parsons is about to have a field day with Bryce Youngs when we play him. Man. But Bryce is, is smart, man. He know he'll he'll give up his stats to save his to save his, his uh spinal cord. Like he'll throw it away. He's not finna sit back there and just get murdered all yeah. day. And it, it's bad, man. There are pictures on the internet of <laughs> all of, all of the defenders around Bryce, and then behind them is his line. Like, what the, are they even trying, bro? It's really, really bad. And I don't know if y'all stood next to a NFL lineman. Oh recently. yeah, they're, they're fucking massive. Yeah. They're fucking massive. How are they that fast? That's what I want to know. It makes no sense, yeah. though. Like, you touch them, it's like touching a tree. <laughs> they're tall, they're big, they're fast. I met Tyron Smith last year, number 77, for, and I'm standing there, and I was at the Cowboy Stadium. I'm standing there, and, and just a shadow appears over me. And I'm I'm 6'3". <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not short. A shadow appears. I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, these man. cats are massive. They like, are. Huge human The TV being. don't give it justice. You've never been around. Like, oh, my God. My my NFL humans are not really humans moment was when the Titans first came to Nashville. We went to their first ever preseason game. Yeah. And we were down on the field for warm-ups. 
and I'm sitting there and Javon Curse and mm. Kevin Carter walk by me. Mm. And I'm like, wait, those are the defensive ends? Those are the slim <laughs> defensive <laughs> ends? And then we walk to the other side and there's like Runyon and all the linemen and you're and you just hear them warm up hitting where it's just pow and they're just like barely coming off to get warmed up and you're like Oh, these are aliens. Uh, yeah. And then, and then I'm like, "Who are these dudes? Come walking in my?" And it was Eddie George and Steve McNair. And you're oh, like, wow. "Wait, that's the quarterback and the running back? Those are large humans." Yeah. Like everybody is just it, it. They're so big all together. You forget how big right. and how fast because they're all together. And when you see them, that that's what the old joke is. You should at one point. Just put regular humans on the field with them for like one play. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you can well, see yeah, how yeah. stupid it Probably is. Like, I, I think it was yeah. Ocho Cinco. Yeah. <laughs> Ocho Cinco put it, he said for like ten he said for ten thousand dollars or ten million dollars, whatever the case may be, he said you can either choose a million dollars or for ten million dollars, you gotta get five yards for ten tries again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people was in there, oh that's no problem. He's like, Are you they're like no. he's like, You start ten yards behind the offensive line from where the quarterback is, or five yards. He said, Then you gotta get to the offensive line and grab ten more yards. He said, You're not no average human is just doing that dude they all of them look like the bad guys from space jam yeah <laughs> the monsters yeah i don't know why these guys are so large but thank god for football because i don't know what else they would be doing yeah so I, they won the physical lotteries of life bench pressing trees and stuff yeah, yeah man i get so mad at the cowboys i'd be you're trash put me out there then i come to realize motherfucker you think they're ass but they do shit you couldn't do if you sat and dreamed about doing yeah. shit like this dude i was in dallas earlier this year me and my buddy hanging out michael parsons comes in with his crew he pretty cool daft up Dude, he could have pulled my arm out. <laughs> Dude was so strong, man. So, got nah, a firm man. handshake. Yeah. <laughs> I, you I just like know. came to your knees. <laughs> Stop. It, dude, it was bad, man. So, basically, what I'm saying is prayers up for my man Bryce. Uh, <laughs> it be a bad day. <laughs> yeah. And Tua, Tua is coming to his own. I know Mac is straight. I, I was actually on the, um, I flew out to Houston. I was on the same flight with Tua's parents. We've known each other for, for some years and I, I hadn't seen them in a while and just spoke. I don't, I didn't even ask where they were headed. <laughs> they were going to Houston. Maybe they were a layover to Nebraska because I think Talia was playing. Uh, Maryland was that's playing right. in Nebraska, so that's probably where they were headed. But we were on the same flight out of Beehive. Just name dropping. Jalen's <laughs> playing, playing well, and I'm a fuck. I hate the Eagles. Yeah, man. Jalen deserves it, man. He's a real good kid. Um, his parents, amazing. And we've just been blessed at Alabama, man, to have this run of quarterbacks. And a lot of people thought Milro was going to end it. Like, no, it's still going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so now it's just – it's just good to be a Bama fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I uh, heard it was going to be Nick Saban's last season, so everybody pack it up. You know, right. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right here on X Five Podcast, baby. Yeah, yeah. I wish people understand this. This would you you you're not a Bama guy. You're North right. Carolina. You're Auburn. Mm. Understand, Nick Saban doesn't have a damn life. Like yeah, he's at the Lake House, or that's it. He he'll play with his grands for a while, but. He's not going out to the club. There's no scandal with him, with women, and like partying. He just does football, and he's really good at it. He enjoys it. He's not ready to give it up. He's much better at college than he was in the NFL. Oh, don't we know. Nick Saban's coaches, the reason that Nick Saban wasn't successful in the NFL is because the type of coaching that Nick Saban does, it doesn't cater to the NFL. You know, when when you've got players – that are making more money than you are, it's hard the type of disciplined program that he has. That's why when he was in the NFL, it just didn't it didn't work out. That's why he's so successful at college football and not, you know, he didn't do so well in the NFL. Because, you know, there's always those rumors, Saban's going back to the NFL. And he ain't going to the fucking NFL. He's staying right where he is until he drops dead on the sideline from a heart attack. <laughs> Coaching at Alabama. I mean, I'm, that was very specific. Yeah. 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 Hey, it'll be on a one-loss season, and it'll be on that loss. <laughs> He's like, it's going to be in Arkansas, <laughs> week seven, third quarter. <laughs> we got that down. Two Jefferson minutes left to go in the third quarter. Slot. He's really <laughs> thought this through. But yeah. I swear, Nick, Nick Saban's time in the pros, even though it was bad, not 
including his time at the Browns under right. Belichick, um, it was useful because now he can also tell his guys, I know what they're looking for at the next level. Yeah, yeah. So this is what you need to do to get prepared for that. So he had to spend some time in the NFL and 73, 74 guys in the league. Well, that's that's why that's why he did what he did for Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, when when he took him, you know, when two had come up and he put him at or helped get him to Oklahoma, he right. knew what he was doing. He knew that that was a program that he could go and he could flourish at, and that would help him get drafted because, like you said, he'd been he'd been there. I remember so many people being, you know, had mixed feelings about that or upset about it. But it's like, dude, he he did the very best thing that he could have ever done. Right. Like, what did you want him to do? Did you just bench him? Like no, I mean he's an. I mean you can tell now, at, you know where he's playing with the Eagles. He's a he's an excellent quarterback, you know. Mm-hmm. So so Saban did him a solid by helping him get to Oklahoma to where he could play. Not only looking at Jalen's success with the Eagles and with Oklahoma, but if you people really knew the relationship between Jalen's parents and Nick Saban, right? You understand he was the catalyst that he, again, he was like, dude, I see you got the talent to be in the league, but you've got to get around X, Y, and Z. And it ain't, it ain't here. Yeah. So you must, must. If, if the parents wouldn't upset, like, oh, you just benched my kid and threw him away. Everybody need to step back. And check. Let's talk about this. Uh, let's switch into, they're going to see funny man in a live show. Mm-hmm. You're on the road all the time. What are they going to see? Are, are they, this, cause I know the answer. I've did shows, many shows with you. When they go see a funny main show, what's happening? You're going to get an hour and some change. And this is going to go the first 30 to 40 minutes. I'm just doing straight stand up. Like I'm talking about my life, just stuff that I find funny. And I tell people up front, like, I know why y'all came here, but I'm a veteran stand-up, so let me get y'all filled in first. Then I flip it to football, and I do maybe 10, 15 minutes worth of football stuff, and then it's Q&A. So now whatever people have been wanting to ask me, like that's become my favorite part of the show. I bet. Yeah, and they're asking me about sports, life, um, just a lot of different stuff. So you get a full gamut of things, and then I'm going to take pictures with everybody after the show. If they get the VIP package. <laughs> Very important. Get that VIP like, package. Where can they like, get that VIP package? They can get it on the website, man. VIP package always there. Let's pull up the website <laughs> while we get up to Funny Man Tour. We got a serious question. Yeah. This is going to be a seri- the most serious okay. you've sure. asked. And I hate to bring it down to a serious point, but would you rather have oh. nipple-sized fingers <laughs> or <laughs> finger-sized <laughs> nipples? It's only one answer, too. <laughs> Wait, let me let me get this visual right. right your fingers Nipple. are the size of your nipples. Okay. Or your nipples, nipples are the size of your fingers. I'm gonna have to go with nipple um, nipple fingers. Nipple size fingers. Yeah. Nipple size fingers. I know it's not going to look great in the shirt, but I need my hands, dog. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So, so you want the fingers. long nipples? I would have to go long nipples. I'd tape them down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said there's one answer. Which, what's, that was the answer. That's the one answer. Why? Why? You need your hands for yeah. so much stuff. Like well, I, I build, dude. I, I build. You ever tried to jerk off with nubs on your fingers, dude? It's impossible. No, I have not. <laughs> That's why you have feet, bro. Use your feet. What are you talking people, about? You can adapt. People don't have fingers. They adapt. You can still push stuff. Nah, man. You can still push. They got the robotic hand now, bro. You don't need that. You shit. can't. Why are you trying you to get him to change even, his answer? You can't even protect yourself. You can't fight. You can't shoot. We love you to be passionate about your answer, and us trying to flip. Yeah, you. yeah. Well, <laughs> look, I'm, you're wrong. You don't I'm want standing long on nipples. business. Yeah. <laughs> give me, give me the ugly long nipples. I'll make it work. Might go get surgery or something, but you can't extend your fingers, and you need your fingers. I already got. Dainty hands already. <laughs> I'm not going down shorter anymore. than that. Yeah. Dainty. I got yeah. them. I got my dad's hands, man. Yeah. You got the same answer, Kenny? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not like the same level of inconvenient. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. It's like, <clears throat> my boy, when it gets cold, 
Put somebody's eye out. You're like a Madonna Bow. brawl over there. Hey, it's going to be a great conversation starter. That is the question you ask someone to prove that Alabama fans read. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cassio, Cassio. Tell me what the most serious question on the podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> Throw, hey, give him the other one, too. Wait. Yeah. That's that's too dirty for nah, me. Do your you think so? No, I'm, I want it now. Now I'm curious. <laughs> now he wants it. Give it to him. You don't. You don't. You shouldn't. Have said I do want it. All right. Uh, would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick, or <laughs> sit on a dick and eat a cake? <laughs> oh, damn, you gave me the out. I didn't take it. So I tried to be a gentleman. Yeah. And by the way, there is only one answer. Yeah, there is. <laughs> on this one. Don't mess this one up. Think yeah. about it for a second. You know, the answer is uh, suicide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not to joke about that. No, uh, no, no. Unalive. No, I think this is the dude, time. I had why. There's only one answer. Think about it. Look at what they do think about ask, in Cleveland. Do y'all ask all the guests this question? Yes. Not that one, but we, we switch it up. Uh, There's no switching up from that one. <laughs> Get rid of that one. I tried to give you the easier. You did. I, you did. I, I, I think I, that, Trust me, I'm upset at me. <laughs> at this point, either answer is going to give you PTSD. Right, so. here, here's the question. There's four options, really. No, there's so no. there's sit on a cake. Is there pleasure in that? No. No. Sit on a dick. Is there pleasure in that? No. 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 Eat a dick. Is there no. pleasure in that? No. no. It depends on who you are. Uh, you? No. This is you. I'm thinking about you. I'm, you I, don't want to. I'm saying I got a cousin. <laughs> yeah. We ain't asking your cousin. My best friend eat dick, man. But. <laughs> he's right here. RJ. RJ's right across the world record the only, thing, the only thing with pleasure is eating a cake. So at least you get some pleasure. What no, cake are we talking no. about? Whatever cake you want, dog. We talking about like cakes on a female, or are we talking about no. like no, no, red oh. velvet. Oh, no. Okay. No, I'll let you choose yeah. pie. We, we are now. <laughs> we we yes, were before. We, we are now. We are now. <laughs> That's just a hell of a question. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna put me on punishment when I'm, I get home. <laughs> You're going straight I'm to timeout, buddy. Out. Pin that tweet when you get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, you won't believe the dilemma. I, but I, okay. While we're, while we're on it, and I, you know, I'm good to talk. If if I could have one thing from gay guys, though, shout out to the gay guys of that. I just want to be able to dress like they like they they be killing. Fly. They're fly. Yeah, they yeah, are, they're man. Fresh, yeah. Like they, their clothes fit amazingly, though. They've turned Avondale into not a all be- of beautiful place. By I, the I, way. I, I, I'm not surrounded by bad gay. They, do you? I've seen a few, but yeah. the overwhelming majority, yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. they can put it together. Bro. The ones up there, yeah. the ones up the road in the trailer park for me aren't great. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. There's, they're here in Cleveland. No, oh, he's North Carolina. He's from North Carolina. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sure I, there are some. You know, maybe. I don't know, man. It's tough in in the woods, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I was born in Opelika, and that was like I'm pretty sure there were, but you they probably had to keep that like yeah. <laughs> you kept it pretty quiet. You got to keep that on the hush hush. Um, there weren't no, no parades you, going you down Opelika Main Street. You got you got to move to Birmingham or Atlanta yeah. or something <laughs> to really. You just like, saw the one work. guy carrying around a cake the whole time. Somebody, somebody, someday is gonna make a bit. So RJ, so RJ, are you eating dick or cake? Oh, now it's my turn. No one else answered, so I guess I'll we've all we've all did. Yeah. We've all we've I all. I just answered. told you the correct. Yeah, answer. I've already answered. We've, on record. We've yeah. all answered this question. This is our level of uh, an ancient Confucian riddle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Inside you are two wolves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I liked uh, Jermaine's answer. Uh, answer the uh, the third option, the road less traveled, just end it all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a nice burial plot for me out in the family land. It'll be all right. You it's know? hard to say it, but definitely sitting on a dick and eating cake. At yeah. least you get the yeah, yeah. No, that's bullshit. Wait, that's I'm Answer? No, I'm not doing. I'm eating dick. I'll take it to the face. You're not putting shit up in me. Fuck you. You're gonna eat a dick. You think I'm about to pass gas like a wind tunnel? I'm I'm just amazed at the (laughs) the thought that you guys are putting into this. Well, the moral dilemma is that we all are men here, so we're gonna have to get our colonoscopy anyway eventually. So that is true. Yeah, but that's also not. They give you a slice of cake. You're like, this is good. What is this dick? Is this like you know like a yeah? What country of origin? Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, you I mean, this ain't, this ain't a 
This man said, what country of origin? What's like it's a spelling day for Dick? Let's be real. That could make a difference. If you got to sit on one from Italy versus one from the Congo. Kenny, I just want to thank you for distracting him for me, okay? I trace my bloodline back to to West Africa. He's over there in the script spelling me. He goes, could you use it in a sentence? Could you use the dick in a sentence? I can tell I need country of origin. I need how it's spelled. Live in Birmingham. Funny, man. I love we finally got his up. I love our producer's like, that's enough. We've talked our way around the cake. Now, as I'm looking at that picture, man, just looking at the grays. Yeah, man, I got it too. I just decided to grow this beard out last week, and let me tell you, I did Mm -hmm. not. I was not aware of how many grays I had. But you haven't aged a day. Yeah, right. So he grew that out, and that's his coma beard. (laughs) So what you, so what you don't know, he just David just had a kidney transplant like a couple weeks ago. Oh wow! And that's the beard he grew when he was unconscious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What you don't know. So he wanted to come out looking like it's been a long time. Yeah, 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 I was in there for a while. Dude, I I didn't embrace him at first, man. It's hard to embrace the. My wife loves it. Yeah, that's what I was about to get at. Women hadn't slept with me yet. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but women are digging the graves, bro. If you salt wear and pepper. them right, yeah, salt and pepper, man. Yeah, 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 man. A little more salt and pepper though than I was ready oh, for. You God, know, that's not hold. the reason your wife's not sleeping it with you. By look, the way, it doesn't look gray now. It's gray. You have kids? Uh, no. The reason it's yeah. grayer, grayer no, now no is yet. because it's shorter. He sh- mm-hmm. it's a little shorter. But okay. that's I, that's how I like my. I don't like the big bushy and gray. It yeah. looks like I do. Poetry, <laughs> <laughs> but I like the low gray. Terry, it looks more. What do you got for us? Watch this video. Uh oh. Here's Udi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Is this you singing? Oh. I was set up. Just wanted to tear you can kiss my ass. That's oh, what this is so good. I apologize to everybody in advance. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> But it's passionate though, like yeah. My big, my biggest concern with this video is this at Hibachi? (laughs) This is at a Mexican restaurant restaurant. right here, a mile down the road. Is that with? Is that with Danny? Where you were Danny doing that? Yeah. Mm. I do like the commitment. You committed to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, The move. Go in because when you see him, you're like, all right, I I can dig it. If you were, if you would have went in like nervous about it, everybody would have ate you. Like, they didn't even yeah. turn around. No. Did the kids appreciate like, you stroking the mic like a cock before you started? I didn't see any children, otherwise oh, I wouldn't have done it. Uh, I'm, said, a, I'm said, a father. I'm a father. I got I got better sense than you that. Are. <laughs> he I said, give, bring me a cake. <laughs> I, give you a, I give you a 10 for the Cindy Opera commitment. Yeah, and you yeah. went falsetto. I like you. I, I give you a 10 for that. Have yeah. you ever sang that at karaoke before? No, no. I got set up. I was eating dinner happily, enjoying myself, and Danny calls me. He's like, you go up. Apparently, Terry and oh, turned you oh, fucking nice. Charlie. Terry and Charlie had this up their sleeve. Nice. Good job, Terry. Both of which, both of y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you ask, you ask uh, Jermaine if I had any kids. Yeah, yeah no, because nope. that, that's, what I said. Yeah, that's no where kid. my gray came. Not that yeah. he knows of. He has been a road comic for God Dude, knows how long. But- <laughs> 20, 2019, I had a full black beard. 2020, sprinkles. 2021, poof. Damn, gone. All gray. You ever you done? don't know what happened? I started dating my wife in 2019. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, explains, that explains it. Yeah. Damn women. Kind of like Obama when he came out of that presidency. Man. He like he a was struck looking, match, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> he went in, a young man came out, a torn, tattered old just man just that was up and thrown that was away that didn't have but, I, to do but, with the but again man i've embraced it dude like i'm i'm embracing my generation and older and you know some of the young kids follow they call me unk now bastards <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know it's just about embracing it yeah. you know <laughs> hey, I, I don't see nothing wrong with getting older man there is another option yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a it's, it's a, a hell of a commitment. Yeah, <laughs> true. The, uh, have you ever done like the twenty three of me and the uh, ancestry dot com? Yeah, I did ancestry. That's why uh, I traced my bloodline back to West Africa and the Congo. I would love to know more. It's hard, man, as a black person to just go back far enough. Like, how far could y'all go back? In your family, seventeen hundred. Yeah, we did. I did answer that twenty three. You're not even close to seventeen hundred. Heck no. No, I know my. I know who my mom's 
dad is and his dad. And that's just from family records? Yeah. So the 23 Me and the Ancestry didn't show you? All all it did is give you like a yellow line back to West Africa. And it doesn't um, tell you the year it came mm-mm. up? See, my mom's maiden name was Ruffin. And all of our lineage is traced to Choctaw County, Alabama. Slave owner named Samuel Ruffin. And oh, wow. That's, that's it. crazy. Like, yeah. it's tough. Like, have you ever tried to train? Hell no, man. <laughs> <laughs> he won't even go to the fucking doctor. He's got issues. He's like, yeah, I don't want to hear the like, bad news. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be awesome? Like, I'm seven generations back, there was a comedian in my family on some <laughs> continent, dude. I would like to know that, but I, that's as far as I can go. I know we're getting ready to wrap this up. Like, there's what's one thing that, like, you would want anybody that's new to you to know about you? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, that I genuinely love people. Like I know that's that's weird in this day and time, and everybody's like out for something or got some type of. Gen- no man, I genuinely like seeing people happy. Like that's why I don't I don't judge a lot. Like I listen. We were having the fun with the gay talk but I've talked to the gay community like, a lot you know to understand because I, I just it's a lifestyle I didn't understand I had to go to like women's rallies and just shut the hell up and just listen like what are these people's concerns with their life and what you learn is yeah we're all different but at the end of the day man everybody just want to live yeah. everybody want to raise their kids everybody want to you know enjoy life and um, some people have screwed up ways of going about that but the overwhelming majority of people they're good people they just we don't take the time to understand each other Thanks. Right. and we don't take the time to respect differences and being honest growing up in the church and in the south they don't teach us to yep. like I, I never heard Muslim in a positive light when I was in church or school when I was little I never heard gay I, I, a lot of them never heard women. <laughs> there was no like women heroes for you know for us to watch. But when you grow up and you just open minded to not agree with everything, but just see, let me let me hear your side of the story. Like what what it, and it just helps me to understand people better, man. And I just like that. I like seeing you guys happy, man. Like I know y'all got your own story and everything, so I just don't. I'm just a do no harm type of person. Yeah. That's really who I am. Healthy, health and happiness. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you, that's one of the reasons I started doing comedy is I just saw mm-hmm. the camaraderie between comics. And yeah. it's so much better than musicians. It's like night and fucking day. <laughs> and and it it's one of the things I love the most about doing it is just being able to sit around and chat with comics after an open mic or whatever. It's the greatest ever, man. I, I, that's half the reason I want to do it. You know, I like I like to go out there and kill too, but like, Mm-hmm. Just doing comedy and, and and being able to hang with other like minded people. Oh, we some catty bitches too. <laughs> oh, I was about to say inside them are two wolves. As soon as you go, you can't even get up to piss. You don't find out what's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, man. It is. It's it's the green room is our locker room. Um, we talk about a lot of different stuff, and we, you know, in this game, usually ain't no insurance plan, ain't no four hundred one k. So we're all low key struggling yeah. at every level, you know. The, Kevin Hart just got different type of struggles than I got, but, <laughs> but he's got them. You better he's trust got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You imagine the pressure of filling up an arena. You know that's what I'm a, saying? And and man. to keep doing it consistently because nobody stays in arenas forever. You know? Nah, man. Nah. So no, you have that mark. Yeah, but you hit it on the head, man. That camaraderie with the comedians, like that backstage love, is is nothing like it. Except for like just ripping a show and everything is just going right and you just coming off like, oh, like I want some more of that. Yeah. And then your next show is going to be terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, 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 if yeah. you've done it long enough, you know oh, that, yeah, one's, yeah, yeah. that heater's coming at you mm-hmm. pretty soon. Four good ones, one bad one. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Boy, those are some pretty strong numbers you're putting out there. Four good ones, Four one, one bad yeah. one. Yeah. Four yeah. more easy. Don't make fun of my top score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Dad, don't make fun of my best week I ever had in fucking comedy. Does anyone want to go get cake after this? <laughs> Dude, I ain't eating cake for probably the rest of the year. Messing with y'all. Not in front of white people. <laughs> I'm going to be at Thanksgiving. I'm going to be at Thanksgiving. Hard pass for me, actually. What was that that Big J said? That somebody, you want some cake? No, man, I got to travel and I can't have my ass hurting while I'm... <laughs> all right, tell them where they can find you all over social media. Of man, course. go to funnymain.com. I got the same name on all of your favorite apps Funnymain, F U N N Y M A I N E. That's TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, blackpeoplemeet.com, Farmers <laughs> Only, Christian Mingle. College Club, Christian Mingle, Grinder. <laughs> grinder. Shout out to all the grinder users out there. Uh, <laughs> well, go, go get tickets to uh, Funny Main Show. He's a great comic and a and a hell yeah, of a hang, dude. Thanks for coming in and sitting with us today. Man, I appreciate the invite, man. Y'all got a good thing going here, and uh, everybody listening, keep supporting these guys and keep them. Off the cake. You heard it. Starts going bad. If you made it this far in the show, drop a cake emoji in the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drop a cake and a peach emoji <laughs> and an eggplant if you made it this far. So we know the love is yeah, real. Matter of fact, I got one better. If you're if you're more of a sit on a Eggplant, if you're more of a sit on the cake, drop the cake. Yeah, it's yeah. about to get specific. You know, unscientific yes poll no, to come in. All eggplants to P.O. Box. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we thank y'all for tuning in, buddy. We'll see y'all next week. Take care.